What's up, Top of the List fans? Welcome back to another episode here with your host. My name is Ryan, or RB. I'm joined here by my co-host, Dom. Say what's up, Dom. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back, indeed. And spooky season is upon us here. We are in the midst of October, and we are going to discuss... Probably the spooky season style of movie that I like more than you, Dom. Dom, you're more of a big <laughs> horror fan. I don't like getting the heebie-jeebies, so more of a family scary movie, let's call it that. Yeah. Haunted Mansion. Of course, this film did not come out in October. It's been out for a while, but now on Disney+. Plus. So, Dom, you were able to get a chance to see it after I had sang the praises of this film quite a bit to you. Um, as we've talked about in some earlier episodes, I really enjoyed this film. Dom, what were your impressions on uh, on Haunted Mansion upon first viewing? I, I was worried about this one. I, I saw that there was some fantastic actors in it, but I was a big fan of the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion as growing up as a Me kid. Too. That Me one was too. just pure fun. It just had a lot awesome. of good childhood stuff in it that as a kid you would just love to see. And I didn't know if they could top it. But I, I'm glad to say I think they pretty much almost topped it. I, I think this is a great movie, this new one. I give it an 8 out of 10 on our rating scale. Um, there's a couple things towards the beginning that felt a little choppy. A few things I wanted to happen sooner than they actually did. But most of my praises actually go for the third act of this film. This, this is one of the best third acts I've seen in a Disney live-action project. I, this was a fantastic third act. I was on the edge of my seat. I was in the fields. Lots of emotions. Lots of laughs. Um, overall, The Haunted Mansion really pulled it off for me. I thought that there was some fantastic acting, some fantastic special effects within the actual Haunted Mansion. There was a great uh, attention to detail in the set. And I'm sure RB is going to talk more about uh, some of the details they have for fans of the ride in this film. Uh, but yeah, this this was a great movie. I'd definitely say 8 out of 10. Yeah, I agree with you. And then some, Dom. As you kind of alluded to there, I am a total simp for anything Disney theme park. I've been to, uh, I've been on three of the five, I think that's right, three of the five haunted mansion rides on on the planet in Japan in Florida and in California haven't hit Paris or Hong Kong yet, but hope too soon. Um, and yes, absolutely. The, the nostalgia I've been on at least the one in California, at least a hundred times, probably oh, yeah. more than that, which is the original and seeing all of the different rooms and, Oh, that's that. And that comes from there. I, I, I loved everything about this film because that's what it was. This was, Similar to, I think, Jungle Cruise and right. uh, I'm just starting to watch for the first time now the Pirates of the Caribbean films, but watching the first one of those a couple of days ago, the it, it was a love letter to this attraction, and yeah. I, I love it. I love it so much. Um, it got me in all my feels for Disney parks. On top of that, like you said, this was a good movie as well. I think the haunted, Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion, again, I was a huge fan of that, like you were, but that was just comedy with oh that's from the ride and that's from the ride this film was actually a very enjoyable movie a film that i would give an eight out of ten if it was just a standalone film and the haunted mansion was not i'm gonna call it a cultural phenomenon because to me it is that it is (laughs) as the the attraction um but because they it played so well and it wasn't just forced things into this film about the attraction it fit all so well that's why i'm gonna give this a nine out of ten oh 
Very good, yeah. I, I think the only thing holding me back from giving this a 9 out of 10 is, like, you were thinking, RB, it, we, this is top of the list, right? As far as these attractions turned into films, movies, uh, I, I still think Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, I, for me, that's like a 9.5. That, that is just an awesome, awesome movie. I don't know if anything will top that. Jungle Cruise, okay. I, I think this this was definitely better than Jungle Cruise in a lot of ways. Um, but... Yeah, I, I, I think what really held this one together, and one thing I really want to talk about is Lakeith Stanfield as one pretty oh, much yes. the main character in this film. What a great performance. He really held the movie together emotionally in all ways. Yeah, I, I thought he was fantastic. Hey, I guess I'm, gonna, I'm going to cue the spoiler warning here yeah. because I want to talk a little bit more in depth about his character. So cue right. in the spoiler warning. If you haven't seen Haunted Mansion yet, hit pause right here. Go check it out. It's on Disney+. Plus. Then come back and give us a listen. So cue in the spoiler warning. Wee-oo, And uh, let's talk a little bit, yeah, about yeah. Lakeith Stanfield. I think for a family film, he plays a very mature, tortured protagonist. I yeah. love his portrayal in this role. We've had family films where a character loses a loved one and, you know, is sort of dealing with that. But usually I think it's almost played over the top dramatic, and that is not how this role is played by Lakeith Stanfield. I really enjoy his role. As I said, you know, if this was a PG-13 sort of psychological thriller kind of film about someone trying to contact the dead and, you know, recontact with a lost loved one, I would completely buy him in this role. Yeah, absolutely. And, well, you know, one nitpick I do have is that his backstory and his monologue where he finally tells what happened to his wife, the reason why he's so devastated by his wife's death. I feel like it happened a little bit too late in the film. I would have liked to see that even earlier in the film, and we could have, you know, gotten on this ride a little bit sooner, <laughs> no pun intended, but um, I, I do have to say, though, that scene where he just divulges, kind of basically just opens up to the entire cast, um, they call them the, themselves the dream team in this film. Um, he opens up about his wife, how she used to love getting tater tots and eating ice cream and how she went and he got mad because he was in, busy doing something and he yelled at her and she left and that's when she died in a car accident. Like His performance was just heart-wrenching in that scene. I, one of the coolest scenes I've seen in a Disney film, honestly. Absolutely. I could not agree more with you. Definitely. Another scene that you don't expect from this kind of film that it really delivered. And where we have our sort of tortured protagonist, Mm -hmm. Lakeith Stanfield's role, we get, I think, opposite him a completely different role um, in in sort of our comic relief relief role that has... Some excellent depth as well in Owen Wilson's character in this film. What I thought a great he was character. he stole the show in a lot of scenes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So this is of course Ben is is Lakeith Stanfield's character just so we can get mm-hmm. the names and then Father Kent, Father with yes. quotes. I know we can't see by Father air quotes. Kent. Father Kent, uh, played by Owen Wilson. And his his reveal that he is just a con man in the third act. I mean that just set the third act off like a rocket ship into the atmosphere. Oh, yeah. I thought that was just I was like okay boom there's a nice little boost and just from there it just was fantastic character moment after fantastic character moment in this third act and um like you said the comedic root of this film which um i thought danny devito would be the comedic root of this film but he in my opinion he had a smaller role than i thought he actually would have in this film and you know 
while he did get a couple good laughs in, it wasn't quite as interesting as a character as I thought he would be. Um, I, I can yeah. see what you're saying. I think he, he served his purpose. Again, this was an all-star yeah. cast. I mean, top to bottom, oh, yeah. we have Rosario Dawson, who I think stands out in this yes. role. And, of course, I think Tiffany Haddish, anytime she's on the scene, uh, on the screen, is captivating. I love her oh, she as, was the, great uh, in this. as Harriet, as this, you know... Everyone doubts her psychic abilities, but she has these. I think she's awesome in this role. Um, yes. You know, so top to bottom, I think the cast is amazing, up to including. And I know it was just a voice role, but Jared Leto's voice is the Hatbox Ghost. I mean, perfect Very role for creepy. Jared Leto. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, he. We have our problems with Jared Leto as the Joker in the Suicide Squad films, right. but I mean, this I think was perfectly cast for him. Yeah, and one thing I do have to say about his character just a phenomenal design i mean we have been here to say how terrible disney cg can be right we talked about how terrible the cg was in um pinocchio right (laughs) we talked about how silly that looked i I think the cg was absolutely incredible in this film it it was fully convincing i did not feel like i was looking at something silly at all um the ghosts that needed to be scary were scary. The ghosts that you want, they wanted us to care about and feel bad for did their job. They, we, I felt bad for, um, gosh, I can't remember. It's like Ken Giles or something like that. He is like the one that owned the house originally and um, his, his wife died. And then he was, one of, he was tricked into killing himself by Jared Leto's, uh, the hat character. Mm-hmm. Hot box ghost. Yep. Hat box ghost. And, um, yeah, there's there's just there's a lot of very interesting uh, side characters that are just the ghosts in this film that I thought were great. Um, and namely, one of probably one of the coolest casting choices in this film was Jamie Lee Curtis as Madame Leota. Leota, Madame Leota yes. in in the Crystal Ball. I mean, just perfect casting in my opinion. I thought she looked just oh, like absolutely. it does in the ride. All around. Yeah. Yep all around uh, excellent casting and again the implementation of the hatbox ghost just as we talk about it i mean amazing cg but again straight out of disney nostalgia you know the hatbox yeah. ghost was one of the original uh original 999 let's call them happy haunts that were designed for the original attraction for whatever reason it didn't work it was decommissioned in 1974 and then brought back much to the the pleading of disney fans in 2015 and of course had to be a central theme to this to this uh to this film and i, I love the backstory they it. gave them gave the hat box mm-hmm. ghost in this i what how did you feel about that whole sequence when they went to the house uh the manor and underneath the manor they found the graves one of the mm-hmm. creepiest scenes in the film oh absolutely yes and yet still so spliced nicely with comedy of course we get a cameo in that sequence from one of our favorites, Daniel Le- uh, Levy. Yeah, Daniel Levy. Uh, he was, you know, I-, I wish he was on screen a little bit more just because he's one of my favorites, but he was hilarious in this sequence too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And wasn't it Winona Ryder was the tour guide in this as well? <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was those two. It was Winona yeah. Ryder and Daniel Levy were the two yeah. tour guides in the house, yes. Yeah, I thought just a great little cameo role was perfect, comedic, mm-hmm. kept the movie going. It was awesome. And yeah, and then... Can we? I, I'm sorry, I don't know. I think maybe you have the cast in front of you, but the young yep. actor that played the child in this one. Yeah, absolutely. He was excellent. Let me just pull that up real quickly. Um, yeah, so Chase Dillon as Travis. And uh, yeah, gives 
another another really you know you see a lot of him within Lakeith Stanfield as well another tortured protagonist and we you know we hear that his you know he can't see his dad and we think you know he's alone with his mom that potentially you know father and mother split apart and then we get the big reveal in the third act that his father passed away and right. this these conversations between Lakeith Stanfield and uh and Chase Dillon about him talking to his dad are in fact the Hatbox Ghost back to his yep. you know signature ways that he began these the haunting as well. Um, and know, I was going to be worried because the whole movie I was watching this RB and I was thinking, okay, I, I, I like a lot of what I'm seeing, but I don't know like if if this guy's dad is off somewhere else. That kind of feels weird. And then when they reveal this, and then we get this incredible scene where. Uh, Ben, Lakeith Stanfield's character, has to go and rescue Travis as he's being lured mm-hmm. into, like, the depths of this house. Down the in the haunted basement, mansion, yeah. Into the basement. I mean, what a great emotional scene where he has to convince him to walk away from his father's voice. I just thought that it just boosted the movie so much in the emotional Absolutely. direction. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more with you. Absolutely. Yeah, so... But, yeah, so, like, I think the only negative I have is, like, you know, Danny... Danny DeVito's character was a little bit, you know, lacking in a few ways, but, and like I said, I, I thought it was, yeah. it was Danny DeVito playing Danny DeVito. I mean, at yeah. this point, he's the same Danny DeVito that we see in the Jersey Mike's commercials. I mean, he's got <laughs> a role that he plays. I think in a younger age, we got more depth from Danny DeVito and it's always sunny in Philadelphia or I, one of my favorite roles is he plays the father in the original role doll adaptation of Matilda. Um, I think that's a great role. But this is, you know, at this point when people see Danny DeVito is cast to play a role, this is what we come to expect from Danny DeVito. He gave what we expect from him. I have a question about Danny DeVito for you, RB. Have you ever seen Twins? I have not, no. Got to see that one, bro. That's his best performance. You got to see Twins. It's, it's, I think I might have told you about this before. The premise is... Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger find out that they are long lost brothers. It's just so okay. funny. It is one of the okay, best comedies yeah, no, ever I made. I've seen that. That, that might be in my Noted. top three. It's on the list. Yeah, top three comedies of all time for sure. All right, all right. Twins, got it. Yep, yep. So, but uh, was, there, was there anything else that I, uh, one thing that I liked at the end of this movie was the uh, song. That how they were able to incorporate that into the the dining room sequence at the end when they're all singing. I, I always forget how the song goes. Yeah. I don't know the words. <laughs> I wish I knew uh, yeah, the words. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the sequence that you know plays in the graveyard scene in the mm-hmm. ride. That of course we've all been on that ride when. Something happens and you get stuck in it and you're sitting and hearing it on loop over and over again. It gets stuck in your head the rest of your day. It's a perfect day of Disney magic. Absolutely. And I like seeing all the different ghosts come uh, come together with Owen Wilson. Like, I like that the whole time you're thinking he's a priest. Then you find out he's a, he's a con man and you realize that he also had, like, some sort of, like, duty as well there. Like, I don't know if it was given to him by God or anything, but, like... He had a purpose in being there, and that was to bring Ben to this family so he could get through his grief. And he also had a purpose for these ghosts, right? He was the one that could con, you know, quote-unquote, con the ghosts into following him to helping them. I thought that was such a good character development. 
Without a doubt, yeah. Owen Wilson, you know, like I said, was the comic relief. It seemed one of multiple characters. But again, great character development for him throughout the film as we learn more about his character. That he's not a priest, but seeing him grow and mature as he and the rest of the family plight to uh, sort of rid their rid themselves of this haunting. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I did like a lot of the callbacks, the paintings that follow you. I like that. Uh, the sta- I think it's the statues actually that follow you, right? Or is it the paintings? Yep. I can't remember. Yep. No, the, the statues. Yep. The, mm-hmm. the, the bus. The head yes, bus. Yes, the head bus. So yeah, that obviously the opening sequence of it, straight out of the ride, the final sequence of the ride, the ghosts will follow you home. You right. Know, you see that right in the opening sequence of this film. Um, the floating, the floating candelabra. We see that, which is one of the first scenes in the ride. Just the, so many great the callbacks. Stretching the room. I mean, that the was an awesome yep. sequence. That was really cool how mm-hmm. they were able to pull that yep. off. Um, yep. And yep. I just like I the, think the, the two oh, yeah. dueling. The, the portraits of the two guys dueling, that's in the yes. big, uh, the big uh, scene in the, in the dining room and the ride, too, up on the wall. And how uh, one thing I remember is when they get uh, after, the, I think it's the seance, they're all in the ch- big chairs and they all, get pull, like, they all get pulled out in the chairs and they get pushed out of the house. Just like when you're in the ride, you sit in those big giant chairs and you go yep, through the graveyard, the big, the big right? The yeah. Yep. yep. So I just think that it was so cool that they were able to do visual callbacks, but also they tied a lot of these callbacks into the plot of the story. Like you said, the ghosts follow you and haunt you. Like, that's Mm -hmm. from the ride, and it's main part of the story. Like, they did that with so many different aspects. That was just so impressive. The writing was really good in this movie. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I really... I went into this movie very similar to you, Dom. Seeing the trailer saying, man, this looks cheesy, but... A fan of the ride, I have to go see it, and was so pleasantly surprised. Because to me, this one came out right after Barbie, right after Oppenheimer. I think it was the week after those two films hit theaters. And, you know, we we had two kind of slam dunks there, and I left this one feeling just just as energized, let's call it. You know, when I leave a good movie, I feel energized. I feel pumped. That's how I felt leaving this one, just like I felt after leaving those two. Awesome. So... Final score for me is going to be 8 out of 10. RB, 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10, yes, sir. Very good. Um, is there anything else we should discuss here, or should we... Yeah, I mean, I think you brought up a good point I wasn't thinking about before, but maybe where this rank, you kind of explained you know, mm-hmm. where, these rank, where this ranks for you amongst Disney rides that have been ad, uh, uh, adapted into films. I think there's really... These three, the Pirates of the Caribbean, Jungle Cruise, and this. To me, I I think I agree with you. Having just, like I said, a couple of nights ago watched Curse of the Black Pearl the first time. um, I think that's the creme de la creme for sure and why they're, you know, they made so many of those. And it sounded like we were talking before off off, uh, screen and off recording that they're rebooting these series, uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise with Margot Robbie. So interested to see that. Um, but to me, this was every bit as enjoyable as uh, as Jungle Cruise. I love Jungle Cruise, and I mm-hmm. thought this was just as enjoyable. I think we got two different, very st- very different styles of movies. Jungle Cruise definitely more of an action adventure, a la Indiana right. Jones. Um, but you know, same same in the really really solid implementation of. We're going to make sure we don't get too far away from the ride and yet still yeah. have a poignant, interesting story. So these are right around the same level for me. I don't think I can give one a better score than the other. I'm fairly certain when we reviewed Jungle Cruise, I gave it a 9 out of 10 as well. And I think I'm right there with you. I give 
uh, Curse of the Black Pearl, nine and a half, if not a ten out of ten. I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, that movie is so awesome. Just in in a from a filmmaking aspect, there's just so much cool things we could talk about in that movie. But yeah, I and one thing I do want to point out, RB, is we've we've discussed uh, a couple Disney films recently. We discussed The Little Mermaid recently, and here's something that I think we talked about at the end of the Little Mermaid review as well. There's a lot of more Disney movies coming out, and I hope that they are taking our advice. Not that they're listening to us, but I hope that they are hearing the fans liking these films that are focused on great characters and great writing, right? We don't want another Pinocchio where it's just a rehash with bland characters. We don't Mm -hmm. want another Lion King where it's just another rehash with the exact same characters. We want these characters expanded upon, improved. And that's what these films, these last few at least that Disney's made, have done so well. That's what I want to see in this new Snow White film that is supposed to be coming out soon. Um, Yeah, I I just really hope they focus on the characters and the great writing that they've been able to do. You're absolutely right there. I mean, we've talked about uh, last week when we talked Little Mermaid, or two weeks ago when we talked Little Mermaid, about all of the upcoming Disney live-action pictures and... I think Snow White will be the blankest slate, so to speak, because yeah. that is the original Walt Disney film made in 1939, a very different time. And you look at the film, a very simple plot yes. that I think was the design of prototypical princess stories. Damsel in distress, rescued by Prince Charming, evil witch standing in the way. So I'm very curious to see how they update that because that is a full blank slate, similar yeah. to working from a film based off of a, an, an attraction right. that they will, the writers will have liberties to take that they can deviate far enough from the original story while still paying homage to it. So excited to see what they can do with that. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a lot of good, a lot of good stuff to look forward to from Disney. We've also talked about another Disney property recently, Ahsoka. We talked about the finale there. You guys could go and check that out. Um, and another Disney thing that is out now is we have Loki premiered now rb's seen episode one i've been slacking on it i haven't seen episode one but so far rb said that uh, episode one was pretty dang good very much enjoyed episode one uh, very very similar you know loki season one vibes i think we both mm. really enjoyed loki and then of course oh, yeah. other disney property another one that just recently hit disney plus that we'll be reviewing soon uh, yes. elemental the disney pixar film which another one that i really enjoyed dom Hopefully you get a chance to see that one soon, and we will definitely review that. Amongst other things coming up that we will be, we will be reviewing, Only Murderers in the Building. That kind of, I think, sticks with our spooky season theme, oh, yeah. little murder mystery. Um, I don't know if we've reviewed. Have we reviewed season one or two? Are we going to do a, just a great big review of the entire show? I don't think we have yet. I don't think we have yet. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about all three seasons. And then, of course, Ted Lasso. I know you're wrapping <laughs> up soon, Dom. We'll definitely get on the chance to review Ted Lasso and more films coming out as well um, blanking on them now but I know I know the Marvels is coming out pretty soon yes. Marvels I think hits theaters next month I know there's some some others that are again just slipping my mind here in the month of October that'll be coming out that we will be sure to review yeah uh, for horror fans there's a couple I want to mention here um, there's one on Hulu that came out recently that I'm very interested in checking out um, has to do with aliens and an alien abduction and word on the street is that there's only like one line of dialogue from the main character in the whole film so basically a silent silent protagonist film I find that very intriguing I might have to check that one out so maybe you guys could go ahead and check that one out on Hulu as well when you 
uh, get a chance. So I'll go ahead and shout that one out. I think it's Don't Save Me or something like that. I, I can't remember the title off the top of my head, but yeah. All right. And um, for those of you who are looking to, to chat with us, uh, let us know what you've been watching, what your spooky season watch list has in store. Uh, you can find our socials down below uh, or in the in the description. You can also find us on Letterboxd. Links to our accounts are in the description as well. Uh, see what we're watching, what we like, what we don't like, and go ahead and create your own account as well. Get a chance to uh, show off what you're watching, what you're not enjoying, and even make a, a spooky season list of your own. That's one of the cool tools on Letterboxd, being able to make lists of your favorite movies in a certain genre. You know, it, you don't have to be a content creator or a... a Influencer, that's the word I'm looking for, content influencer, to make your own list on Letterboxd and just have a good time with it. And who knows, someone could stumble upon it and you can make a new great friend and start up a podcast just not as good as this one. <laughs> well, we'll see you all on the next episode of Top of the List. Later, everybody. Later, everybody.